Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Oh, my goodness. I am absolutely in awe. You know, I grew up in New York City, and all of you pretty much know that. But one of the things I have not talked about very often is how many hours I got to book on Broadway. And that not meaning that I was in any of the Broadway shows, Benny. Exactly. But... Going to the shows. Which I'd love to do. Don't you love that? Have you ever been to New York? Nope. Oh, come on. We have got to get you there. Been trying, Pat. We're trying to do a show out there. And you're like, sure, Betty, we'll throw you on board. We'll let you come out there with us. And okay. next thing you know, you'll have to stay at the station and run the board. <laughs> okay, I'm going to make it happen. All right, all right I'm down. We're going to make it happen. And so when I found out, I was going to have on the show Byron Neese, who's joining us here today, Broadway star with... Over 1,700 performances in Phantom of the Opera. (gasps) Are you feeling me, everyone? Sweet! And he has written a revealing memoir in uh, Behind the Mask, No More. So we're going to be hearing about his journey. But imagine this. Imagine me actually being in the audience and never even dreaming, like in my wildest, craziest ever dreams. That I would be speaking with Byron Neese. Can you imagine that? Is that like the craziest thing ever to think about? It's I, almost surreal for me. I love that show. I I'm love having, the performance. I love everything about it. I, it's like a, oh, I'm it's like so surreal about it. So many. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm like very nervous. I'm even afraid to like bring oh, him on the show. Come on. But let's bring him on because beyond beyond Phantom of the Opera, and we're going to talk about you know sort of you know many many kind of great cool trivia facts about this. You know, we're talking about a book. We're actually going to be giving away two copies of the book and also incredible CDs. Oh, so much to talk about. Wow. I want to welcome you, Byron. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat show. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be with you. I'm nervous. Oh, don't be. I'm just I'm just a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish I could believe that. Um, but, you know, I want to talk with you about the journey, and that's why I want to start the conversation. You know, it's one thing to kind of talk about your exquisite performances, of course, and 1,700 performances, exactly. <laughs> but how did this journey begin for you? Well, my father was an evangelical preacher, mm-hmm. and like an awful lot of performers that I know— I got my beginnings in church music. Mm. Uh, my mother was a singer. My grandfather, on the other side, was a vaudeville headliner. And so there was just my dad played five instruments. Uh, my sister was a professional pianist. And so there was just a lot of music around me all the time. Mm. And I think my first performance was probably in my daddy's arms in front of his pulpit singing something like, The B-I-B-L-E, yes, that's the book for me. And uh, and I've been singing ever since. Oh, don't just tease us with that. You're going to have to do a little bit more singing throughout this uh, <laughs> conversation here today. I wanted to ask you about, uh, you know, the first time that you got to be opposite uh, Miss Lansbury. Oh, 
Well, it was, you know, I mean, as, as ex- you know, they, they say that, that Phantom is the, the most uh, tremendous theatrical mm-hmm. success and phenomenon mm-hmm. of our time. But I'll tell you what, uh, my audition uh, to play opposite Miss Lansbury mm-hmm. and, and getting to sing to her across the footlights of the Gershwin Theater eight times a week, I, I, I mean, I must say, I think that that was probably the biggest thrill of my career because she's, I think she's as close to American royalty as we get. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know she's British, but she in, in America, with all that she's done, um, she's just extraordinary. I don't have enough nice things to say about her. She is every inch a lady. She's consummate professional. She's generous on stage and off. Um, and, and, I mean, uh, talk about iconic. Uh, there's just you know nothing that she hasn't done from stage to screen to television and back now in her 80s she's back on broadway in blythe spirit Mm -hmm. um and she's just uh she's extraordinary Mm. she really is and that's why i ask you about it we're going to talk about of course you're you know behind the mask the book we're going to give away a couple copies we're also going to talk about your cds but i had to ask you about that because i can see you even though i have not i can i can visualize you and and she on stage and what that must have been like you know it was funny the uh the last callback in the audition process uh, I walked into the room, and everybody was there from Jerry Herman and the director and the choreographer. I mean, the room was full. It seemed like everybody had casting approval. And Jerry Herman uh, saw that I was <laughs> more than a little nervous, and he said, Listen, he said, Byron, why don't you just go and, and kneel down to Miss Lans- in front of Miss Lansbury and just sing the song to her? Mm. And she took my face in her hand. And everything else just melted away. Mm. It was like those movie scenes, you know, where everything else goes silent. Right. And I just and I just sang the song to her, and it's, mm. you know, it's it's one of those things you never you never forget. I know. And, you know, honestly, I mean, you know, for me to be able to have this conversation with you and all that you've accomplished and then for you to courageously write behind the mask no more. I mean, it is such a wonderful experience to imagine your journey. Um, and I want to talk about uh, the book and let our listeners know we've actually uh, have two copies of the book, uh, the book to give away. And so uh, I want to make sure everybody out there has got the phone number to call in and Val will pick up the call. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. You know, people have said that this book is open, enlightening, inspirational. They've also said that, you know, you know, you are sharing some of what most of us fear about our lives and would never share. And I wanted to ask you about why this book had to be written and what it was like to write it. Well, I, I think that the greatest thing that we have to offer uh, and share with each other are, is the truth, mm. I mean, the real truth the unedited truth of our own story. Mm-hmm. Because so many of us think that, you know, we're kind of in this alone and, you know, oh gosh, you know, no one's experienced what I have and no one's been through this and no one's... And, and indeed, we, you know, we all have our own, you know, our own paths. But my feeling was I had been through so many different uh, aspects of my life from... Uh, child abuse at an early age to uh, 
show business to parenting a parent. My grandmother lived with me from, for three years when she was 87 after strokes. Uh, so to, there's a part of it that's parenting a parent. Mm. There's a great deal of it about travel because I've been fortunate enough to see the world a couple of times over, headlining on ships. Um, to managing a long-time health uh, issue, to uh, dealing with, you know, mortality. And, and I think that the, if, if this book uh, can help just, you know, just one person who has faced a similar circumstance, then the whole thing will have been worth it. Mm-hmm. And when I was growing up, there was, there was nothing that I could turn to as a... Uh, a guide, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, for the things that I would have to, you know, face in, in, in my lifetime, things that were not spoken of. Right. Um, and uh, I had searched out as a young adult when I, when I moved, after I finished college and moved to New York, um, my bedroom looked like a self-help library, mm-hmm. you know, trying to sort everything out. And I, I began on a path of of, of really of self-investigation. And my dad, uh, who, as I said, was had been a minister, when he left the church, I think I became his best congregation. So I had a file of oh, over 70 letters uh, from him, and each one was this, like, brilliant sermon. Mm. And at, at first when I started to write, I was going to, you know, publish the letters and, and then talk about my life anecdotally. As it turns out, I wound up only using three of the letters and, and talking a lot more about uh, my journey. But that was the genesis of it. And uh, it, it was certainly, personally, just very cathartic, because I think once you put something down on paper and organize it, you can look at it and say, oh, that's right, that's why that happened, and oh, that led to that. And uh, for, at least for me, I'm, I'm a very visual person, so... Putting it in order and mm. uh, connecting all the dots was, was very, very important for me. I wanted to ask you, um, <clears throat> because the book is actually, you, you know, what we're talking about in terms of the book, we're talking about, um, you know, behind the mask. And I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, your performances and, you know, you're critically acclaimed in, 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 the fan, in Phantom. And, you know, there's no question about it. What was it like getting the yes nod to step in to be a part of that incredible, incredible show? Well, I had uh, it, it happened at a, at a very good time because <laughs> I was, as fate would have it, I was kind of down and discouraged and about ready to leave New York. And uh, suddenly I was offered a Rowell, the part of the young lover. Uh, in both the Broadway company or up in Toronto. And Toronto is what I, for a variety of reasons, is, is what I chose. And um, then as, as I got a little bit older and my hair got thinner, they kind of put a, they, they put a, fa- a mask over my face, <laughs> and, uh, and I got to play the role of the Phantom in the beautiful Coppet Yeston version, mm. which is a glorious show and an mm. incredible score. And it's... It was interesting when I donned that mask. Um, it, it, in some ways, at first I felt constricted, but then ultimately it gave me a freedom mm. because I was able to mm. uh, explore all the sides of me—the good, the bad, the dark, the ugly, the petulant, mm. the 
you know, all of it. And and so wearing that mask, I mean, this this child man was brilliant and petulant and mm. uh, jealous and fully, fully expressed. And it was fully, it's, you know, it's kind of fully expressed. We're going to talk about that when we come back from break. Wow. For those of you tuning in, Byron Neese joining us here today. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, transition from Phantom, uh, his incredible music, CDs, and we would love to give you copies of his book. 1-800-930-2819, Behind the Mask. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Right Brain Expansion and New Mental Power. Right Brain Aerobics Certificate Course for your business and career development. Saturday and Sunday, September 26th and 27th at the Matreya Center in Redmond with Sandra Rodman, CEO of Right Brain Aerobics and Senior Executive of Fortune 500 Companies. Stretch your brain into a new dimension. Visit rightbrainaerobics.com. That's rightbrainaerobics.com. Or call 425-214-2926. Are you tired of being overweight and nothing you try can get you to lose the weight and keep it off? What if there was a way to lose the weight that didn't involve dieting, buying other people's food, counting points, or having risky surgery? I'm Cheryl Manchester from Positive Changes Hypnosis to share some successes from people just like you. Janine Crosby lost 89 pounds in 10 months. Brenda Eckel lost 75 pounds and went from a size 22 to a size 8. She is completely free from her insulin for diabetes. Becky Miller lost 65 pounds and went from a size 18 to a 6. Bill Birdsong lost 105 pounds and a total of 14 inches off his waist. His pant size went from a 50 to a 36. Make a lasting change in your life. Call Positive Changes in Bellevue at 888-311-7157 to schedule a free consultation. That number again is 888 888- 311-7157. Are you in constant pain and tired of taking pain pills? At Holistic Medical Center, our physicians listen, examine, and find the root cause of your pain. Comprehensive, non-invasive, scientific, and energy-based natural therapies do exist to treat your pain and its root cause. Contact Holistic Medical Center to transform your life. Call 425-451-0404 or on the web at drdarvish.com. That's D-R-D-A-R-V-I-S-H.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and we are partnering with 3-Step Matchmaking to host the Live, Love, and Laugh Match at the Tap House Grill on September 12th from 6 to 9 p.m., We believe children should have food on their plates and every one of us someone to love and love us back. On September 12th, we are inviting eligible singles to connect while supporting a great cause, the Northwest Harvest Food Bank. Thanks to the Tap House Grill, we'll be feasting on an abundant array of free appetizers. Hats off to our sponsors and the Seattle Weekly for helping to make this all possible. Join us for this heart-opening Live, Love, and Laugh Back. And bring your canned, non-perishable donations for the Northwest Harvest. Space is limited, so RSVP today for this free event by emailing events at tsmseattle.com or call 425-956-3838. That's 425-956-3838. See you there.
Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And spotlight on Byron Neese. If you want to find out more about him, great, great photographs on his website. Oh, my gosh. It is bringing me back. But there's lots of information about his music, his CDs. We're actually going to be getting some of them and, and be giving those away on a subsequent show. And so go to ByronNeese.com, B-Y-R-O-N-N-E-A-S-E.com to find out more. And as I said before, we are giving away copies of his book and the book we're talking about right now on the show, uh, which is Behind the Mask. You can call us now, 1-800-930-2819. And give Val your information, 1-800-930-2819, and you will get a copy of the book. Byron, thank you so much for joining us here today. I think everyone kind of wants to know some of the least known facts, trivia, about Phantom uh, during the time you were there. You were there for five years, I believe. Yeah. But 1,700 performances? Wow. You know, I I think that a lot of actors uh, are better at uh, creating a role. Mm-hmm. And then getting out, and but it's a different kind of skill, I think, to keep something fresh, um, and and I enjoy that. I enjoy the discipline of that. I enjoy the regular paychecks because for an actor, unemployment is a chronic condition, and uh, so I I really liked it, and I uh, fortunately liked the people that I was working with, and it was you know, Phantom was an extraordinary thing to be a part of. Mm. But uh, there, you know, a, a lot, an awful lot of folks seem to think that you know being a part of something like Phantom is, you know, a very you know sort of easy and glamorous job, and not so much. Um, you have to do stunt jumps um, <laughs> that require knee replacements. Um, I think that I kissed, you know, forty-eight thousand lips. I nibbled <laughs> on something like one hundred and twenty-eight thousand fingers. I lost track of the times that I sang Chris. Christine, Christine, um, this, on this stunt jump, it was about, all told, three times the height of the Empire State Building. Uh, my <laughs> wig slipped. It caught on fire one night when I was singing. And during one particularly passionate embrace with a uh, rather zealous soprano who shall remain nameless, okay. Sarah Brightman, uh, it got caught on the back of my wig and it fell off my head onto the floor. And let me tell you, oh, there geez. is nothing. Less romantic than a six foot three baritone in pin curls and a wig cap. No. <laughs> uh, one of my one of my favorite stories is, uh, and I mean, you, you can never tell what's really going on, you know, from that far away. You know, like I would take my my leading lady's face in, in you know in my hands tenderly as we're doing all I ask of you, and under her breath she'd say, "You bastard! You had a Caesar salad for lunch," <laughs> you know. <laughs> and um, during one uh, one night on the on the rooftop in the Paris rooftop her um my lady's decolletage was shall we say enthusiastic uh-huh. and popped out <laughs> and uh so i just as quietly and surreptitiously as possible sort of reached over and kind of tucked it back in <laughs> so yeah i mean there, there are all there's so many you know so many fun uh you know backstage 
uh, and offstage stories, and there certainly is much a show going on under the stage and to the sides of the stage. It's, it's quite extraordinary. It is. It's kind of like here on the Dr. Pat show. People, you know, we show up on radio and most people don't really, you know, hear what goes on in the background during the breaks. But and it, and even when I'm not on air, it, it really is just like a, you know, a fun time. But you, yeah. know, you decided to write the book. You decided to write the book Behind the Mask and and also shift your life into a place where your music is very important to you. Uh, tell us about the CDs and what they mean to you and about how incredible they are. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, the, the first, uh, my first solo CD uh, is called Listen to My Heart, mm. uh, that, which is the title song on it, written by one of my favorite composers, David Friedman. And it's basically Broadway romantic songs, big heroic romantic ballads, um, the next CD, I did an inspirational concert at Marble Collegiate Church in New York, which mm-hmm. was Norman Vincent Peale's church. And it's just a, a full inspirational uh, kind of uh, concert. And uh, the third one that I just did is called Byron Nice Today. Uh, it goes along with a book, and it's really kind of musical, uh, a musical montage of a lot of the things that I, that I have written about. I also wrote a show called Leading Men Don't Dance um, that's become kind of a hit cult CD, uh-huh. which is five Broadway guys and lots of fun, and and then one more called Broadway Love Stories. So mm. e- each one has had a different meaning at a different time in my life. I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite, a favorite song? Oh, well, if, if, if I had to choose one song, it would be, it would be Nature Boy. Uh-huh. Well, that's on your uh, that's on Byron. Yeah, that's on your CD, Byron Nice today. Yeah, and it's you know the, the last line of it says it all. Really, it's the greatest thing you'll ever learn is just to love and be loved in return. Mm. I, and I remember my mother had a, a, an astonishing collection of of uh, of albums um, that we played on our hi-fi. I'm dating myself here. Oh, I'm right um, there with you. And and I remember hearing that as a little boy and. Um, uh, it just really resonating with me. And mm-hmm. I mean, I have lots of different songs that I love for different reasons. Uh, but if I had to choose one, that would be it. So, t- t- you know, I know that your the CDs are available on your website, but you're doing something extraordinary with the proceeds. Tell us about that. The uh, especially the uh, um, uh, inspirational concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, the proceeds are all going to Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS mm. uh, on that, and I've and I've done a lot of fundraising for them. And you know, in the midst of the AIDS crisis, all of us in theater lost mm-hmm. you know so many many people that it's it's a privilege for me to be able to give just a little something back. And uh, so the the proceeds for that goes goes to that organization. Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, wow, when I think back about all the friends and family that I lost as well, I don't think we could ever really describe it. Um, you know, when when you when you wrote the book Behind the Mask, No More, um, it's getting tremendous critical acclaim, and we've, I believe, given away both copies of it. I wanted to ask you, what was the hardest part for you to write about? Well, I have I have uh, certainly been very very public about my um, uh, personal life and mm-hmm. 
uh, health situation uh-huh. and um, all, uh, and and done an awful lot of fundraising for mm-hmm. uh, for um, HIV AIDS yep. and for uh, child abuse. I think probably the mm, the most challenging mm-hmm. thing for me was to write about uh, the child abuse. And yes. um, my my mother was brilliant and beautiful and ambitious and um, successful, and she was also very disturbed and very violent. Mm. And so there were there were kind of two people at home there. Yep. And I wanted to, with, with as we, I did with with all of the family, and I talked a lot about my family uh, in the in the book. Um, but I wanted to uh, paint a full portrait. You see, if, if my mother had been all dark and all abusive, uh, it would have been much easier. Mm. Uh, but she wasn't. She was also, you know, funny and loving and artistic and. Um, some of the best parts of me, my love for reading, for travel, uh, for design, for art, for so many things, and and actually my voice, you know, are were directly you know from from her, and so I, I wanted to you know the, Stephen Schwartz wrote a song called Forgiveness Is Embrace, mm-hmm. where it talks about you know the fact that we are all victims of victims of victims, right. And um, and my hope in coming out here, you know, with my dad, to be closer to my dad, was that we would find a place where we could forgive each other uh, under the umbrella of forgiveness's embrace. My mother passed away in 1999, and we had been able to accomplish that uh, before she, she passed away. But I, you know, I didn't want to paint her all dark, because she wasn't. And so I think that was the challenge. Yeah. Was to you know because and, and 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 that's why and the the title behind the mask you know we all wear masks we that really either, do. that are either bestowed you know upon us or that we choose out of self preservation or to hide or uh, whatever and and the secret is getting out from behind the masks and just letting ourselves be the most authentic people that we can be so that then we can move on mm. and reinvent ourselves and and our lives. Um, you know, with with the acceptance of the stuff that was not so good, and um, but and full knowledge acknowledgement of that, but also knowing that there's nothing that we can't do if we set our mind to. But a part of that, I think, has to begin with kind of clearing the palate. Mm-hmm. I agree, and um, and acknowledging what is the truth. And that's not about blame. It's not about, you mm-hmm. know, pointing fingers. It's just about telling the truth. Well, I and have to tell you. And I think you. we're all so conditioned to mm-hmm. not uh, or to cover up or color it or reinvent history that, that uh, I decided that, that in my book I really did not want uh, to do that because, again, I think the strength that we mm-hmm. have is in telling the fullness Absolutely. of our story. Well, I want to acknowledge you, Byron, so much for doing what you did. And I want our listeners to know, go to ByronNeese.com to find out more about the book, but about the music and much more. Go to Dr. Pat Live to find out more about the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back with the show.